Hello, everyone, and we're back for episode 15 of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. As always, I'm here with Mitch. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Today, we're going to talk about a very, very important topic near and dear to both our hearts. We learned this in 2012, and we'll never forget it. Stop selling your facility. Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode and we will speak with you soon. And we're back, mate. Here we are. Another I'm intro no down. Longer, I'm no longer nervous about the intro. I um was having a good like chat it. with a friend today. I was having a good chat with a friend today and I said to him, and it's, it's true. There's three things people think they're good at, mate. Three things. Making intros. Beer pong. <laughs> Seriously, beer pong. People yeah. think they're really great at uh, ping pong and pool and they think they're really great at sales until they come across a person who's actually good at one of those things. <laughs> yeah. I guess when you're not really comparing yourself to anyone, you can be great at anything. Absolutely. And today's topic, mate, is very, very important. It is, I think, one of the most important things to learn when it comes to sales, which is, and it's so counterintuitive, like stop selling your equipment stop talking about all the fancy shit that you have in your gym. Do you want to just start off, mate? No, no real structure today. We're just riffing and raffing, going back and forth. Yeah, so I, I think this probably stems from maybe back in like the early 2010s or late late 2000s when there was nothing but your, your big box, beautiful gyms, your fitness firsts. Um, and you're right, not, not even 24-7 gyms at that point. It was more just the really big gyms that had thousands of members and loads of equipment and, you know, whatever else. Fitness First was the main one, but there was a couple of other ones too. And I worked in one of those um, gyms, as, as did you. I worked at Fit and Fast. You were at Fitness First. And that was my first uh, sales job in, in the fitness industry. And we were actually taught to sell the facility. And it was a beautiful facility. There was like 50 or 60 pieces of cardio equipment. It was all huge, huge facility. It was cleaned twice a day. You know, all the, the equipment was pretty much brand new and well, well taken care of. And we were taught during our training that we sell the facility. You do your tour. You, you, you show them the equipment. You show them the state of the art treadmills you show them that the new dumbbells and and the new cable crossover and, and then the group fitness room with all the spin bikes and everything that comes with it uh, but times have changed and especially for for people who we are working with and for us as well we don't have these huge you know 10 million dollar worth uh, 10 million um you know gyms that are they're worth you know, that much money. So we have to look at other ways to be able to sell our business and sell our services without having to, to rely on our state-of-the-art equipment and beautiful facilities. But I think it started then 
And then over time, as the industry got a lot more competitive and a lot more saturated, it's just had to veer away from that because now all of those gyms are big and beautiful, but there's no point of difference there. The most elegant way I've ever heard it put, mate, was in 2012 from an early mentor. His name was Andre. And he said, Jamie, if your mum walked into this gym, this was a beautiful world gym, what does she see? I'm like, oh, Andre, she sees the, the life fitness cable crossover. And I thought, and I started naming all the pieces of equipment thinking, I know my stuff. He's like, Jamie, your mum doesn't see shit. She just sees stuff. She doesn't care what this stuff does. She doesn't care what brand it is. All your mum cares about is losing weight. And that is the truth. And there's a, there's a common thing in, in sales saying, you don't want to sell the feature, you want to sell the benefit. And for example, like we have this state-of-the-art treadmill, which can get inclined, it's got a fan, it's got Netflix, that's the feature. The benefit is so that you can be more consistent with your exercise so you can lose weight. And even that style of selling, I think is pretty shit. But the majority of people, all they talk about is the feature. We had this treadmill, we had this dumbbell, we had this roll, we had this cardio, whatever the case may be. And if you are playing the game of pretending like you have the nicest facility in your location, you don't. You are not selling your facility. You're not selling the aircon. You're not selling the showers. You're not selling the five-star equipment. You are selling the result. And it's so often missed on gym owners and especially online trainers. There's two other examples that I've heard, which are you know, really good ways to think of it. Uh, dentists don't sell the braces. They sell the smile. So imagine if a dentist had to talk about, okay, we're going to get in and we're going to have to put the you, – you had braces back in the day. You're going to have to get on. I don't know the exact process, but I, I have heard from just about everyone who's had them. It's quite an unpleasant process and your teeth hurt and, and your gums hurt and your jaw hurts. And, the, you know, obviously it's not a very – Nice experience, but at the end of it, you know, nice straight teeth and good smiles. And then the other one is when you think about travel, you know, if, you're, if you've got someone trying to um, sell you or promote a trip to Europe from Australia, they're not selling the, the plane ride. They're selling the destination because that plane ride is bloody awful, to, to say the worst. To I, say I, went to, yeah, I, went to, I went to Perth to watch Alex Volkanovsky walk down to fight Islam Makachev. And what no one saw on my Instagram, because it's not cool, was their three-hour red-eye flight home, which is one of the worst experiences of my life. And if, if a salesperson sat down, hey, Jamie, Sunday morning, you have a great experience at the UFC. However, you're going to be tired for the next five days. That probably would have changed my opinion of how excited I actually was to go on that. And, and for, for gym owners and, and trainers, fitness business owners, I, I think there's a bit of a disconnect there because we are all – so in the weeds when it comes to fitness and it comes to equipment and it comes to, to maybe knowing that some of the equipment you have is better than other gyms in town, whatever it may be. So we actually really get off on, on the, the brands and, and the quality of the equipment. We've got the brand new this and we've got, you know, the CrossFit this and the Rogue this. But like to, to your point there before about your mum. Does, does your mum care? Does your mum care? And unless, again, there is a very, very, very small percentage of places where the equipment actually does matter, but the vast majority, I'm talking 99 plus percent, it doesn't because we're training everyday people and they don't, they don't know what Rogue is, let alone know that, that that's the, the best quality equipment, equipment in, in CrossFit. They, they don't so know I'm Concept 2 and, and how that's the state of the art, rowers and, and skiers and, and bikers. It's just not well known. So that makes no 
no reason for you to to be talking about that when all they're they're, they're more more worried about am I going to be able to fucking use that thing? Yeah, and I'm an absolute equipment snob. Any plus fitness owners, your equipment shit. I hate it. I go to Anytime Fitness because I love life fitness. I love hammer strength. It's all I've ever used. Any person that has a mild interest in bodybuilding would always choose hammer strength. The same way a CrossFit. Can you imagine, mate, a five-star top-of-the-line CrossFit athlete ever using a rower that wasn't Concept 2? They'd laugh at it. They'd like, they'd point and laugh at you. Point and laugh at your shit water rower. Yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of knockoff brands, and I'm sure they are very, very similar, but not going to not going to uh, find them in any gyms. And, and obviously we're not saying that you don't need to buy good quality equipment because obviously we know that that is important. But our, our point here is saying that this isn't what you should be promoting. There, at no point should you be discussing the brands of equipment you've got or giving people a tour and talking about your GHDs or, or, or talking about the, the new Echo bikes you've got or whatever it may be because it just really doesn't matter. And I think for, for fitness professionals, you know, fitness business owners, gym owners, you know, trainers, you know, we are all so in the know that, that sometimes we can forget that that everyone who walks in your door, the very vast majority of them aren't going to notice the difference. They're, they're going to be nervous to walk in. They're going to see stuff. They're going to see bikes. They're going to see weights. They're going to see other weird-looking things like kettlebells and slam balls and boxes and skiers. And at the end of the day, they're more concerned about <laughs> am I going to be able to use that equipment to help me lose weight or gain muscle or whatever whatever it may be, as opposed to to saying, oh yeah, that's a really great quality brand and, and this facility is the place for me. And especially when we're talking about group fitness owners, which the majority of our network are, they own group gyms, they have, they're on a group training program. Like, what are you actually selling? And I'll tell you what you're selling. You're selling the person to get an effective result which is to improve their fitness, to lose weight, to improve their sleep, to, to, to have less stress. You're making, you're selling it as enjoyable. So it's something they can actually enjoy for a long period of time, which goes back to consistency again. And more importantly, what we're all selling is just accountability and support. And that is lost on so many people. Like, like what percentage of our job, Mitch, is keeping our members accountable? Like just about all of it. <laughs> Yeah, because like, like, here's the dirty secret for every gym owner here. All of your members would probably get a better result if they walked four times a week and ate more vegetables. Or at least ate less. But that's actually the truth. Like if we're talking about pure fat loss clients, women that want to lose 10, 15, 20 kilos, if they were consistently walking an hour every single day, eating less, drinking more water, they would lose more weight than doing your three 45-minute hit sessions with your nice kettlebells and nice road bikes. So what are we actually paying for? They're paying for accountability because that lady ain't going for seven walks. She struggles to get to your gym three times a week. Yeah, and obviously there's an argument for strength training and things, but, yeah, I I, I, get, I completely agree and understand the point where, where you're coming from. And that is also why people are paying four or five times what you, you pay at a 24-hour gym or one where you don't get any help. You know, you, you're paying $10, $15, $20 a week at these gyms to get access to the equipment. And that's why, it, you know, it is a bit of a bit of a contest on, on who's got the nicest gym and who's got the newest equipment and who's got the cleanest facility because that, that's what they're relying on. You, you're getting access to, to that stuff. And that's how that, that sales process, work, process works and that's how those salespeople are told to, to sell that service. 
but when it comes to to our services you know i'm talking us as in personal trainers people with group group training gyms semi-private you know anything like that you're paying three four five six seven eight maybe ten times the price if you're a personal trainer for, for access to, to not not to your facility but through your coaching your support your accountability and like you mentioned before we we want to be discussing the importance of having an effective program that is going to get them results we want to discuss the importance of having an enjoyable and sustainable program that they're going to be able to stick to and not something they're just going to do for a couple of weeks and then stop because they hate it and then also having access to to a team or to a trainer for for ongoing support and accountability to ensure that they get to the result that they came in for and that's what they're paying for and if you look at online training particularly, when they are literally selling nutrition coaching and exercise program and accountability, and the, the nutrition program can range from whatever the person wants to do, and the exercise program is often designed to be even a home program. So there's online trainers out there selling programs for 100, 150, 200 a week that have zero equipment. What they are selling is the result and they are selling accountability. So mate, if we shouldn't be selling equipment, what like what what are what 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 are you talking about when you sell someone over the phone or in person? Well, th- those three things we just discussed there is is a huge part of the sales process. I like to give a, a very brief run through of what our program includes. I, I keep it basic. I say you know our sessions are forty five minutes long. They're all led by a trainer. Typically, we have between four to six through to ten to twelve people. It's a mixture of strength training, cardio and fitness training, core work, and you get a warm up and a cool down. How long did that take me? 20, 20 seconds? 20 that, seconds. That, that, that's about the extent of what, what I discuss with them. The timetable is what I find um, I do spend a little bit more time talking about because obviously it needs to be convenient time-wise. So that might be a minute or two just discussing the, the, the timetable if they haven't looked at that before um, the call. And then we move on to those three elements. We talk about having a program that's effective. So... They, they all tie in together, but I talk about the importance of getting results. That's why you've come here. That's why you, we're on the phone call right now. You're wanting to do X, Y, Z, and we want to make sure that the program we have is going to help you to get there. And then we talk about the program being enjoyable, and I discuss that even if the program is effective and it's really well put together, if you don't enjoy it and you feel like it's monotonous and you get sick of it and you dread coming, you're not going to stick, stick to it for very long. So then you're not going to achieve X, Y, Z results. So it's important it's enjoyable and sustainable so you can do it for a long enough period to be able to see the change that you want. And then the last one is, you know, you get loads of support through the trainer at the session, through our team outside of those sessions, the other 165 hours in the week. You know, we, we follow you up if, if we feel like you're slacking off a little bit, give you a high five if you're doing well and give you a kick up the ass if, if you need it. And those three things all feed in together. And in my opinion, if you have those three things, you've got an effective program, you've got an enjoyable program, and you've got support, then anyone and everyone can see results regardless of what they are. But for the vast majority of the people we have, wanting to lose a little bit of body fat, wanting to get a little bit stronger, trying to be a little bit more active, be a little bit more healthy, then those three things can all work together to get you great success within within any program and those three those three pillars effectiveness enjoyable and support it's literally also overcoming all of their objections because they've done a program before that wasn't effective but they didn't get a result 
or maybe they've done a program which was effective, but they didn't enjoy it. So they just went back to old, old habits or they started getting results. They had a bad day, bad week, and they could not get back on the wagon. So not only are we not talking about the equipment, we're overcoming all of their potential objections in our pitch. And as you mentioned, it takes about two to three minutes total. And our phone calls go for about 20. So like, what the hell are we talking about for the other 17? We're talking about them. When I'm working with Jim at the moment and like, Jamie, what's involved in our 28-day challenge? And they're like, this, 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 this. At the end of the call, does that, does that sound good? They're trying to process everything you've just told them what's going to happen. Therefore, they're probably going to have to think about it. We are selling a result. We are not selling a feature of your of your program because no one gives a shit. The old paralysis by analysis sometimes. If you give people enough reasons or enough things to think about, can be overwhelming. And that's where those three pillars that we discussed, like you said, it can disarm any objections or any reasons why people might not move ahead. And I think a really huge one, and, you know, earlier on in that sales call, we're discussing what they've done previously. And we never shit on anything. I would never, ever speak poorly of anything. If someone says, oh, I've been to XYZ gym, I'd never say, oh, yeah, I've heard that they're really bad. Or if someone says, I've tried this diet, I never will say, oh, that, that's, yeah, that's not, a, that's not a good diet. Like, it's terrible, even though I might be thinking those things. But if they are talking about, let's say, 24-7 gym, and they said, I was going for a while, and then I stopped. And say, oh, okay, no problems. And then when, later on when, you know, we say, oh, you know, we, we hear that quite a lot. And then when we're talking about the accountability and the support that you receive later on, that's when we can bring reference to that and say, you know, you get the accountability and support from your trainer and from our team. You know, we find that when people are going to 24-7 gyms and they're doing their own thing, that's the one thing they're lacking, which is where a lot of people fall off and, and aren't, aren't consistent with their training. And just like that, just like that, you, you've completely eradicated the thought that they might be able to go back to a 24-7 gym because they have tried it and failed and you've been able to, to work out and label exactly why it didn't work for them and why it can be different this time around. And the same goes for diets as well. You know, how many times have you had the conversation with someone about a keto diet or calorie counting or something? And you can hear yeah. it. Like, and the reason why I like effective, enjoyable support and only listing three things, it actually builds intrigue. And when I'm going through one and two, they're like, fuck, what's, what's number three going to be? One and two sound great. <laughs> they get better as you go too. Yeah. So, Mitch, as we always want to give value, I think I'm actually going to give away a million-dollar pitch right now. All right. How are you for a role play, mate? Yep. Keep it quick. No worries at all. So, well, based on what you said, uh, Judy, I, I do I do feel as though that, that what we do uh, in our gym may be able to help you. Is it okay if I run you through what, what we do in more detail? Sounds good. Cool. So, so, so Judy, we, we work with women over the age of 50 that have struggled with weight loss, just can't get on track. They can't find their mojo. And for you to be successful, we find these three core principles are so crucial. It has to be one, effective, two, enjoyable, and three, we must provide you with a ton of support. So we're going to break those down. Judy, when I say your program has to be effective, what I mean by that is you need to see consistent weekly weight loss results. You need to see consistent improvements in energy and ultimately wake up feeling better, 
inside of now. Now, how we do that is to ensure that we see you in the gym three times a week. It's fun, it's hot, it's sweaty. You're going to make friends. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome. And Judy, pillar number two is it has to be enjoyable. You mentioned before just you're at Anytime Fitness and it was a drag. You just did not want to go there. It makes perfect sense. If you do not enjoy what you're doing, it's just a matter of time before you do return to old habits. So we make sure that the exercise that we're doing is something that you actually enjoy, which is at your level of fitness. We take into account your injuries, what you like to eat, your schedule, your family. Because if we can get the balance just right, Judy, of you enjoying it, while getting effective results, that's when the magic happens. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. I just found that before I, you know, was just sort of sticking to the treadmill and got a bit bored with it. Yeah. And, and I, Judy, I don't care how strong your willpower is, at some point, it does get a little bit boring. And, Judy, the third core pillar, the most critical of all, it is the key to the castle. It's access to that one-on-one -on -one coach for support. So yes, our training is in a small group environment, but for those 28 days, you have your one-on-one -on -one coach outside of the gym, keeping you accountable. They're gonna create the, help create a nutrition program with you. They're gonna make sure that you show up to sessions. They're gonna make sure that you book in for sessions. If you miss a session, they're gonna say, hey, Judy, where are you? We're pretty much just gonna be really annoying for 28 days. We're gonna give you a massive high five, word of encouragement when things are going well. And, and I dare say, Judy, every now and again, just a good old fashioned kick up the backside. Judy signing up. Did, did anything stand out or, or resonate to you with those three core pillars? Yeah, all of it, I think. You're right about the um, enjoyability, you know, have it being enjoyable because by the end of my stint at Anytime Fitness, I just wasn't enjoying it. And I really like the sounds of the accountability if, you know, I feel like I'm really motivated to get going. But if I do have a bit of a, you know, something that does get in the way at some point, it'll be good to have support and accountability. So it all, all sounds really good. Yeah, and if those three core pillars, effective, enjoyable support, like our goal really is, Judy, is to help you to create a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. And we want you to think of it as something that becomes like your new normal. And what that means, Judy, is you'll lose those 10 kilos, but more importantly, we'll keep it off for the rest of our life. Do you think that type of structured program like could potentially like get you to your goal? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Judy, what makes you say that? Why now? Well, I can just tell that, you know, having those three things, having something that, that I enjoy doing, having the accountability and, and seeing seeing results is going to help me keep, keep on track and stay on track. So I really like the long-term aspect of it, to be able to lose weight and then keep it off too. So it all sounds fantastic. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, it all sounds great. And Judy, like, we've just got one more question. Obviously, it's a two-way street, and we, we want you to be really successful in the first 28 days. Are you confident that now is a good time for you to give us your best effort so that we could make this change? Yeah. Like I said earlier, I've been thinking about it for a long time and finally took the, the plunge to do something about it, and, and I think this is a really good fit for me. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm confident it's going to work. Awesome. Well, the next step, Judy, is just to run you through the program investment. And if you feel like we're a good group, we can get you booked in. Okay. We'll leave it there, mate. <laughs> I know you I know you love this shit. But just but. like 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 you, you speak you think about Judy on the other end of the phone at 28 Day Programs 299. Like, who's not signing up to that? Yeah. And and at no point are we talking about what exercises we do. 
you know, we're not we're not talking about um, the split of the, the workouts and what, what the focus is or, you know, talking about the foods that we're going to have you eat or, or anything like that. And every now and then you get someone who may ask some questions around that and you just need to handle them as, you know, as well as you can, keep it, keep it brief and then get back onto your, your script and to your process. But, again, we, we find that for, for fitness professionals, fit, fitness business owners, we can get a little bit carried away with, with talking about the specifics because that's the stuff we're actually passionate about. We're, we're passionate about program design. We're, we're passionate about certain types of diets and certain types of nutrition plans and, and approaches. So it, it is very important to remember just to keep that to, to the side because if you're getting carried away and talking about how great kettlebells are and all the different things you can do with kettlebells, it, it just can go straight over the, the person's head. And we need to remember that all of these things, all these different types of equipment, all these different approaches to nutrition, all these different program designs, they're simply a vehicle to help people get the result they want. They don't care about the vehicle. They just want to know that you're going to be able to get them to where they want. I have a really good sales mentor and he said something really powerful once. He goes, if you start dropping too many details, you can actually sell them out of a program. You can literally sell them out of your program. Imagine if you've got a lady on the phone, Judy, who's 50, wants to lose weight, and previously she hurt her back with a kettlebell. And in your pitch, you start telling Judy about all your amazing kettlebells. <laughs> like, less is more. Yeah. And there's some things that they need to know. They need to know what times your sessions are. They need to know. Um, that's. I think for group fitness, that's the biggest one. That is probably the main thing. They need to know what time the sessions are so to make sure it fits. They need to know it's led by a trainer. And that's kind of it. Like I said, that's my, you, my, And that's where you get FB360 for the automations, timetable for the phone call. Yeah. That's what I said before. Like my – I. I I do a lot of these calls still for, for our gyms and it's, it's 20 seconds. I, I, I mentioned the led by a trainer, small group, um, mixture of full body workout, you know, a bit of this, bit of that, and it's 15, 20 seconds. And that's all that it needs to be. If you go any further than that, like you said, you can run the risk of overselling things, not even overselling things, but just over explaining things. And like you said, if someone has had a bad experience before, like imagine if you like started talking about oh you know burpees and, and the assault bike and, and the scare like all these things that people typically don't like you might scare them off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do burpees. I fucking hate yeah. burpees. In our sessions, we do a combination of hit and hard cardio training. Oh, I don't really like cardio. I went to another gym and I found I couldn't keep up with everyone. That's a great example of selling someone out of your program. So guys, keep the focus on them. Ask them their goals why it's important, what have they tried previously, craft your pitch around it, getting them a result of being effective, enjoyable, and just promise, not promise, promise and deliver a ton of support and accountability because that's what we're really selling. Yeah, and anyone listening to this, we, we, we've given our script out like to anyone who wants it. It's in our Facebook group. Like we, lots, Hundreds of people have access to it. So your million-dollar secret before has already been given out. It just hasn't been live like this. So if anyone's listening and hasn't got that script, just let us know and we'll send it to you. We're more than happy to share it and find that anyone who actually uses it, and it's as simple as just following that script, literally reading out questions and getting comfortable with asking those questions, and you're going to see a great result from it.
Well, one of our clients, Lauren, got six signups last week. And the message was, I felt really uncomfortable with the script at the start. By the end of the script, I made up my own and I closed six people. There you go. <laughs> it's that Roots simple. So, guys, I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Thanks for listening as always. Less is more. Have a nice night. Thanks, guys. See you next All time. Right. Bye.